Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 3. I'm Alex. I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. Evil has come to the Great Isle. Amidst a civil war, a holy war, and a threat of imperial invasion, only one group can bring this all to an end. One way or another. They are the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara, world-protecting, elven druid monk. Garen Kelso, dimension-hopping vagabond, high elf bladesinger. Cal Thornbreach, also known as Wicca, satyr bard of eloquence. Mol Urzog, cleric of Saint Allegius. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can do this one. Um, so last episode we started our big fight. Um, it went rather poorly. Myself and Solara went down twice. And at that point, Sam was out of spells and decided we should probably not be here anymore. After three more small creatures came out of some gunk bile thing that was spewed all over us. So we uh, went to Sam's um, safe place. And that's where we ended, I believe. That's right. So we'll open actually with a view of Kalendor. We see the chaos that's going on there. We see the two towers facing off the evil hand of Tadoman and the Crystal Tower of Kalandor. The demons are running through the city, water still flowing down to the bog level. We see the bodies of demons as well as some of the residents just floating there. And then we'll cut over to the safe space where you guys just bamped. Well, what that did go very well, did it? Okay, that was a lot. Oh, we need to get them up, yes? <laughs> I am going to... I think I'm just going to cast Cure Wounds uh, with Mole. I'm going to use two uses of it to get the Lara and, and Cal up, or whatever their name is today, Wicker. Um, yeah. Wicker, who is who currently is? Yes. Wicker is currently... Actually, that's a point, Alex. Just My item doesn't drop my constant... It doesn't drop when I go down, does it? We didn't die with the spell thing, but I don't know that we talked about when you went with conscious. Down. Yeah. yeah, I think when you're with the spell, it wouldn't. Have, but when you're conscious, because it, it isn't a tuned item, right? So it has to be it's an attunement part of like, when something. If you if you go on, if you go down, you don't lose attunement to all your items. Otherwise, no. going down once in a fight no. could end you. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, but the effect because it is attuned to you. Would the effect end if it's a constant effect? I wouldn't think so. It's a okay. custom item, so it's completely down to you, my friend. Sure, I'm just trying to base it off of <laughs> the I way mean, we do other logic. things. More attuned to your, your body essence. or soul, right? It's not, I would say more soul than body. It's not like a consciousness thing? Okay. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, no, you're not gonna lose it. So, you guys are all there. Everybody's awake now. Well, Zilara, how do you feel? Mm. Where, wait. We're, we're back here? <laughs> yes. We did Cal not just want to Cal just started immediately writing in his book, the, like all the details, the experience, the story. But what what happened? Well, we did not win, but we did not lose because we are alive. We ran away? <laughs> yes. To fight another day. <sighs> so we ran away. And, yes, but- uh, uh, oh, well... I guess I wouldn't have been much help anyway, so... I could have thrown your body at the thing, but... <laughs> I mean, if, if it would have helped, that would have been, that would have been great. It but... would not have. But I have a plan that is crazy, um, but perhaps we should wait for Margraine to get back from the toilet. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's kind of part of this. 
<laughs> well, Wicker, you seem to hold up very well for such a normal person. Uh, my, my granddad's tricks seem to have helped me out a bit some, yes, at some point. Uh, I think all of your plans are a bit crazy since I've met you so far. They make for good stories, but not for life expectancy. <laughs> no, we, I am surprised we have lived so long, to be honest. I, I'm surprised you've lived so long from what I've seen so far. Well... Yeah. Turning into a big angel for like half a second didn't seem as impressive as it initially seemed, I thought. <laughs> oh, right. More. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you see it enough, it just kind of becomes normal. Sounds like it's really faded for you guys. I don't know how many times you have to employ a spell that changes you into an angel. Twice, I think. Mm. Maybe yeah, he doesn't use He doesn't use that one very much. I imagine it's very hard. Okay. It, it seems down if it gets boring after a very short amount of time at the second cast. <laughs> I wouldn't say boring so much. Just, you know, you do what you have to to survive. And if you can turn into an angel, then that's what you do. Very true. Yes, he did not go down. Oh, I'm assuming this area will be safe. I don't know where we are. It looks strange because he's not seen between the, the time out of time sort of thing before. Yeah, you were just walking down the street and all of a sudden, bam. Yeah, he was on one of his normal walks in Ballindor and all of a sudden he's somewhere <laughs> different. There's these, these other people he doesn't know and it's a big galaxy thing and he just follows the first people he sees. <laughs> Well, here is my plan, anyways. We might as well talk about it. Zilara, you remember the land of forever birthdays, yes? Yes, um, where remember? Bemitha was. Yes, and you remember that the portals there could take us anywhere and any when, yes? Trying to remember how much Zilara was alive for. Um, well, remember the yeah she was talking about blue, it yeah. she took us back in time to the blue dragons like younger years right right so so was that i thought that was bemitha that had that ability she was using the portals there mm. and she offered us up the ability to use them as well we just killed her before she gave it to us right however we now have a portal key ah right so you think the land of forever birthdays is really just another plane of existence in Indeed. a way? Okay. So, and we know that there were many versions of, let's say, ourselves trying to get to there. What if we go back and recruit them as they come out? So Lara just like stares for a second. Um, so recruit our, our, ourselves from the other bridges. Indeed. That were around us. Huh. That's... I suppose if we had enough of us, he couldn't kill us all. Eh, in theory. <clears throat> but those, like, hmm. if we have to fight him in that room, though, that's what hurt us the most. The, whatever that material was doing, like the lightning and the all the other things that was, were happening as we were in the room, that's really the problem. Is there any way, could we get him out of that space? Like, we bamfed here. Could we go there and bamf him somewhere else to get out of that room? My granddad only taught me a little bit about magic, but normally you have to be willing for transportation stuff. I would Indeed. imagine. I have no way of doing that. Solara just side-eyes Wicker, by the way, as he's saying shit like that. She's <laughs> just like... Well, well, much my granddad taught me, but, you know, he covered extra, extra plane of travel at one point. <laughs> so you're... Granddad just at his homespun wisdom just talked about 
planner travel. He's like, he's like, save a penny, earn a penny, and and also like, by the way, when you're traveling through the multiverse. <laughs> You don't know what his granddad did. His granddad may have been a great adventurer, just like going to him little drips and drabs. His fictional granddad was quite a mage. <laughs> and after the day, it keeps the doctor away. Oh, by the way, this is how you cast Eye Bite. <laughs> no one saw any of that because the illusion wouldn't change around him. So his physical eyes would have just people, you know, were getting sick and sleepy for no reason at all. Big bad boss fell asleep half right at the start of the fight. Zilara, we know that. What is Tatoman's son's name? Moratal? <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> She's been around since like episode 15, man. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I still have a third double spell slot, so I'm trying to send him some music. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Moratal, <laughs> uh, he was attempting to kill Shamhara's tree. Yes. What? Um. Yeah, I think that was his goal to that kill the only, world. That was only to let free Anatana. Yes. Was that? Was that quick, one of the he, needed, he wanted the heart of Shamhara. The heart of Shamhara was in the tree initially, and so that's what he needed to break the binds. So it wasn't the tree okay. itself; it was the heart that Zalora eventually got. I don't. I don't know what he wanted with the heart of Shamhara. Um. But that's safe with me at the moment. Let's see my theory. Do that, got it though. Hmm. Yes, that is confusing. But what if Shamhara is the world? Yes. Mm -hmm. If my time theory works and we can go back in time with the portals, what if we plant another Shamhara way back in our past, somewhere in Kalendor, to help us? I'm just spitballing here, but does that even make sense? Would she be able to? You'd be able to feel her closer, maybe gain more power from her. You're saying, just so everybody's <clears throat> clear here, but so you, what What Garen's saying is go back in time, plant Sh Shamhara in Kalendor, but when you initially go back to Kalendor, you're getting power from like, an extra Shamhara because she's in the ground and she's been there for however long in the past that you've put her there, so you can actually feed off of her power and energy, or maybe she'll help Hey, that's what you're going for, sort of? Yeah, basically. So when we go back, <laughs> you know that she's there. You want to make a glitch in the Matrix so that there are multiple versions of Shamhar in the same location. <laughs> well, no, it wouldn't be multiple. It would just be one still because you no longer have her heart because you planted it. No, no, no. I'm saying if we go back, you plant it. You don't have it anymore. But then we come back to our present. So she's there. She's fully grown or whatever she does. Um, she's one with the earth again. Right. I don't know. It's just. Could they not? Surely, if we went back and somehow back in time and place it somewhere, then they'd have two targets to go to to break out this thing you're talking about. But she's already free. Anatana is already free and dead. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm, oh, I'm assuming you've done something with that person when they got released or whatever it is. But if you were to go back in time, place two of these stones, I don't know how many bindings or what the binding ritual, whatever it was, included. If you put two sources for them to get and the one you protected in the past or moved away, they go for the other one instead and then use that to get to whatever it is before you guys got there initially, then surely you could mess up the timeline even more? 
That is a possibility. However, we already know there are the multiverses. So that either could create a new one or we plant there in the wrong one to start with. So it's not a great plan. It's just what I was thinking. There's too many variables, but... What about... So I... I'm going to do some above board one. What if we go back to when I uh, I as Hibonite accidentally released Murat Hall and then we just kill him there as a much more powerful characters. Then he doesn't go off and do all the unbinding stuff and that kind of nips it in the bud a lot earlier or makes a massive new divergent for Alex to make up on the spot. Well, I think that's the problem. Like because of the multiverse that would just create another universe. It doesn't affect ours because what's happened's happened. Like, I mean, we, we can't change the fact that we just got our butts kicked. We can't change that uh, Tataman is rampaging in our universe. We would only forestall... Yeah, going back and changing that into a new multiverse, a new tangent on the tree, sort of, a new branch on the tree sort of thing. We just, that's our new universe sort of thing. Because this one's going to turn out a lot better than the one we fucked up before. Or well, that got fucked up before. <laughs> so we is there, like... We just migrate to a new home. I mean, we that can... Mean that ta- like, um... Tataman is like there's multiple of him too because the, he's the full fucking universe. Well, no, so he's like, he's gonna be there regardless, <sighs> but he's destroying each universe like as they come, right? So like he he is one, but the universes like the more we create, I guess the more uh, time the other universes have to stop. It. From from but. that point, then <laughs> if we go back and make as many divergent paths as possible and try and strain him as wide as possible. Just to like, just try and over, uh, you know, burden him down with as many stones as possible. Enough rocks make a dam, sort of stuff. I mean, we can. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I he is infinite, though. <laughs> I mean, it, eventually he'll get to the same point where we're at now, right? Um, I, I mean, I'm not for it, but. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the realm of infinite possibilities, there's also infinite times we've already defeated him and infinite times he's already completely defeated us. So we kind of sit in the middle ground and we just want to find a path that works for us rather than trying to get to an ultimate goal because they'll always both happen in, you know, there's infinite universe and infinite possibilities and everything can, infinitely can happen at infinite times. I mean, Talara's smart, but she's not that smart. Like, Well, Margraine and Moles, I guess you both went to the bathroom at the same time. Welcome back. Um... <laughs> Um, you know us brothers, we do everything <laughs> together. Um, part of the same elitist way. That's right. I, I, That's I, part I, of the training, you have to hold hands while you take a crap. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the implication that, you know, uh, basically bishops of the church take younger members into bathrooms. That sounds horrible to me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um... Uh, Margraine is going to be like, uh, I have absolutely no clue about any of this. It sounds like an awful lot that you guys have done since I've been gone, and it sounds as if we do the wrong thing, everything. It could mess everything up. I mean, to be fair, the entire universe is going to be destroyed if we don't do something. So, you know. It'd be a good story along the way. That's the main thing. Just no one will hear it. Yeah. Um, that's very true, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. If we're gonna do it, go and which part? <laughs> oh, uh, mole will will pipe up. Uh, well, for sure, I am I am on board with removing him from his home. Um, I think we stand a better chance there, especially now that we're prepared for what we will 
encounter mm-hmm. um you know if we if we sit and we we rest on it maybe we can bring different things to bear the next time um well i'm trying to remember if the spell ending shenanigans was from the lair or from him or and if we could tell the difference i think that was just an action thing he had it was the thing he was doing okay so it doesn't matter okay well i mean we know that the one of the things he can do is just take away everything that we've done to prepare like spell wise would yeah no that would be something in the universe anyway um so i mean that alone would help and i'll look at mole that would help you quite a bit to know not to do that, right? Uh, yes. I I spent a lot of time making sure we would not die in that fight. And uh, at every turn, he thwarted me. So um, maybe, maybe not going in prepared and slow and careful is the way. Maybe we just hit him hard where it hurts. That is generally how we win. <laughs> I mean, do you guys not have friends and allies who we could call upon? I, I mean, maybe we do have no healing um, or destructive magic. I believe they're mostly in the tower in Kalendor at this point. And I'm not sure we can get to them. Margraine will pipe up. Um, I, I know of a couple. You do? What a yeah. Drax? We yeah. talked about him before, though. But he would not interfere, yes. Why would he not interfere? He interfered last time. By giving us Dulad. Yes, but in we were told the story of the the war before. Hmm. H- you know, Kazdrax Kazdrax fought these things before. Fought a not Oh, I totally forgot that. <sighs> All of the um, dragons did. Right. So okay. So we, we could go recruit Hippodrax mm-hmm. and his people. And then we wouldn't have to do the time travel shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I actually believe we have to do the time travel shenanigans because we are on a schedule. Mm-hmm. If we allow time for Tatoman to rest, I mean, we, we are kind of outside of time right now. Well, if that's Tatoman what I'm... is able to rest, he will regain his power and then we're back to square one. So we have to go back a little bit, recruit mm. the people we need, somehow bring them to here and then portal or, or the land of forever birthdays and then and, go back to the exact bring them time. directly back to when we left. Exactly. So, so we bamf out from his perspective, and then we have we bamf back re- in with friends. Yes, I like it. Mm. Okay, uh, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, or bring up an idea because I had thought of it. Um, there is that very <laughs> angry young man who we left trapped on another plane as well. I know he had a vested interest in stopping this man, but he also wants to kill us. Um, he. Mm. Especially since his girlfriend is now dead, and it was kind of our fault. Now, I'm not one for blatantly lying, but do we have to immediately tell him about Tanohano? Are you going to imply that Tanohano died by Tataman's hand? No, I'm saying he doesn't need to know, period. We can tell him Tanohano wanted him to help us in this, to stop Tataman, which is all true. You could spin him a lovely tale of how she died at the enemy's hands and her last breath was for us to retrieve him to help in the fight against whatever the fuck that thing was. <laughs> or we can literally just tell him that, you know, we have restored Tanohano and we are fighting Tatoman. I prefer my story personally. It's a bit of a I, leading I, I, think... <laughs> I prefer I mean... your story also. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wicker, if nothing else, seems to be very good at telling stories. We I've been could... nothing but honest with all of you. I'm a normal person whose granddad taught him some tricks. <laughs> Indeed. And the largest stairs. <laughs> and he seems to have to be of considerable power. Who the person you're talking we're going to find? Yes, the, oh, this person that I'm talking about finding is actually um uh, he's the. I think he's the result of that one. One very interesting person in that room before we 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 encountered Ta'oman. I guess we should talk about that as well. Oh, because the... I believe that I think we started. Like, okay, I'll take the blame. I did it, but <laughs> that is. I think that is Ta'oman. We went back way in the past and set him free. To rampage across the universe. Oh, what was his I, name? I I think it's Cavalian. The Chimera no, the... thingy? N- no, no, the Chimera is not Cavalian. The, G- the Cavalian was talking about the. Uh, oh, what was, was the Manticore? Oh, yeah, the Manticore guy. Oh, at the yeah, window. Not, yeah, the the Chimera was Apolopa. the Chimera thing was how I Apolopa, described. Thank you. Chimera um, thing then was when we were describing uh, Tanoman as like this chimeric weird shape, just different. Than, if you were talking, you know, I, I know you asked me about this before. If you were talking the Manticore, yeah. where you guys all saw destruction yeah. of the world, no, that's not Apolopa. Yeah, Apolopa. Oh, okay. Yes, I, I I believe Apolopa turns into Tanoman. No, freed. Uh, oh well, helped Cavalian. He was talking about a young boy. Mm-hmm. Who would unite and create ways between between worlds? We we do know that Cavalian did. Cavalian did. Yeah. Uh, and the house so, does this help us? I'm saying I I am saying I think we are directly responsible for Cavalian and all of them <laughs> as a result. Tot Oman would not know of this world unless Cavalian opened up the, the, the channels between them. Well, Time to fix our fuck up. Indirectly, what else we is new? This whole problem. <laughs> I know we did. Um, <laughs> but with the the power of Kavalian behind us, I think we can take Taoman. But then, can we take Kavalian <clears throat> just in case? <laughs> I mean, I guess it does not matter. Know. Sam doesn't because. know. I. Uh, I don't know. I am willing if we can get Kavalian to take care of Taoman with us. I'm willing to die. Well, that, if that's what it takes. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm yeah, just saying, if we need to fight him later, I don't know that I can stand up to him. But at that point, we have achieved our goal. What, um, hearing that, how does Margraine feel? No, I mean, he and Zalara have always had a, a connection. Um, so it, it, inside, Margraine would feel sad about that. But Margraine, I think m- more than most people understands the drive to be willing to die to save everyone. Um, you know, like like the the, the thought of self sacrifice is not not foreign to him. You know, so mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense, he 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 wouldn't he wouldn't necessarily be going against something like that, especially with something this big. You know. Um, he, he's still a little bit fuzzy on everything that's going on because uh, he's he's back and it's as if he was never gone. But he doesn't. This is big. Like this is big, big. He he knows he would also sacrifice himself to make sure that that happened. You know, um, yeah. Oh, and then let's. I mean, 
what is Mole thinking about this then? I just want to make sure we're, we're getting both these characters' thoughts in here since you're playing too. What is... Um, <laughs> Mole would sacrifice all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's about the plans in general like how is he I, so because you know, he's, he's been dealing with a little uh religious laundry he, at the same time he, about all of this mole is terrified of messing up time because he doesn't know how time works, works necessarily but he's he brought up the whole cavalian thing because he's not afraid of he thinks that Kavalian's somebody who can be reasoned with to help them, you know, um, especially with, you know, like some things might need to be held back from him in order for him to help us immediately. But he, I believe, and I think Mole would believe also that Kavalian is someone who can be swayed to their side, especially when he's already inclined to not, not want to destroy everything that they exist within you know he, he like from what we know and from what from what tanahano told us explicitly about kavalian he is powerful and kind of scary and he wants to take the things he wants but he's not looking to destroy the world um and that seems like somebody who can be reasoned with whereas you know Ta Oman very much seems like somebody who can't be reasoned with. We've tried talking to him and even making him see a little bit of our side, and there's no budging there. Um, we were even able to slightly sway Marat Hall, but th that's kind of where, where he's at there. You know, it it's better... Sometimes you have to use a dangerous tool to accomplish something, and he thinks that we might be able to handle this tool better than the thing it destroys. Um, no, I don't know. That that that's that's where I'm at on this because especially if we can get <laughs> if we can get Kazdrax and and you know, um, oh my goodness, Kavalian on our side. I mm -hmm. think that's Kazdrax defeated Anatana before. And Kavalian was powerful enough that Ta'aman created a not a nah to stop him, you know, to to be with him. Like like he's powerful enough that that Tanahano ran to Ta'aman. So I don't know, but that's where I'm at there. I, I I'm terrified of breaking time. <laughs> so we collect Kazdrax. We go collect Kavalian if we can. How do you propose? Like, do we go back to when Kavalian's not as pissed at us? I, as as I think you know, I'm, I do not know how moving throughout time will necessarily work. But I think if maybe not all of us, but some of us return to him, I think he can be reasoned with to help us. I'm trying to think if like Zalara and Garen going would be smarter or if just like sending Wicker and mole or something to Kavalian and being like, hey, go go re recruit this guy. Uh, he doesn't like us. Mm. <laughs> or yes, that that would work. That that would work. Or even sending two people he does not know to recruit him. And giving him news of, you know, we're we're fighting Tadamon and we need help. Just, just on a on a little bit of a, a meta thing here, I think I think Margraine and Wicker stand the best chance of convincing him. Mm. Um, if if Margraine's really trying, he can achieve 
much more in the ways of diplomacy than Mole can. The Mole can, yeah. Yeah. Wick is a dev hand at lying. What? <laughs> I mean, he's completely honest and never tells a lie. He is you know, we, we, such we, a trustworthy we, person. We literally throw at you, you know, one of them's really good at telling you honest truths in order to sway <laughs> your heart, and the only other one only lies to you. And we just, we just see what sticks. <laughs> I know Cal could just, you know, undo a little bit of that too if we say the wrong thing. <laughs> Um, but that's how I think we get him on our side if we're doing it. I, and I'm all for so then, if, if we're already going to be breaking the timeline, we might as well, you know, break it in. In that way, I don't want to mess with ourselves in the past. That sounds terrifying to me. Yeah, because then well, what happens if we, yeah, like those selves die in battle? Like, Well, we can't, we can't mess with our past selves. I mean, we, we can't mess with our past selves to affect ourselves because that, again, just creates a new timeline. Um, so our our path is already solid in history. So we can't screw ourselves up. Um, the world. Yeah, our, our, our home world, we cannot screw up. I, I, I get that, but, you know. I, I do think that they're two of the most powerful people I can think of that are our friends um, that aren't dead. Yep. In the tower, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise I would be like, let's go get Magnar and Dohava and, you know, all those. Yeah, but they're all but locked they're... safely inside their, their tower right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And we can't get there. <laughs> exactly. We have to save the world or die trying so that, you know, Magnar and Dohava and Vodhava, you know, and little baby Ilva can all walk out of that tower <laughs> one day, you know, Fallout style <laughs> in, into the ashes of the world that we've left for them. You know, like yeah. <laughs> Magnar long as utters the, world, uh, the famous words, war is hell. War, war never changes. Oh, that, that, there you go. And it's literally Magnar at the beginning because he's got the deep <laughs> voice for the intro. You know? So glorious. <sighs> Very well. Well, I, um, so l- let's go with Kazdrax, Hippo Drax first because he's a good guy. And if we can get him to go with maybe Wicker he could help convince Kavalian. Exactly. And the, the portal to where Kavalian is is where Castrax is currently, so that works out really well. Mm-hmm. Ah, I totally and, remembered that. Yes, and and you, Wicker, will get to see more of your people. Really? I haven't been back in so long. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's odd. I, I thought you said you had never been there. You grew up outside. No, I'm on a pilgrimage. I did say I was on a pilgrimage before. <laughs> yes, but you did also say you grew up outside. Well, I also came from a city called Ballandor, and then you said you're almost called Calendor or something, so I don't know what the fuck's going on, really. Yeah. Yes, you said you came from Ballandor, but Ballandor is not on those islands, as far as I've heard, right? Yes, but I was living in Ballandor. I came from my people's um, land on a pilgrimage. You realize none of us believe you at this point, right? <laughs> I am just a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few small tricks. That's all. Solar <laughs> uh, doesn't um, really care, but she's just like, whatever. <laughs> Wicker, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what they believe. I believe you're going to help us. I am just pursuing a nice story. Well, it's a that good story. I don't know. Solar likes it. <laughs> it's probably the only bit of truth he is actually. <laughs> <laughs> he is here for the story, and that's it. Um. Yeah. But the, going, getting Kazdrax, does that sound pretty good? 
Indeed, yes, but I think that's a really good next step. Just you, you all know. might want to. Uh, we all might want to rest up a bit while we're outside of time. Yes, I, I I'm still at zero hit points. Yeah, <laughs> but he yeah. cured you. I, I, I know, but we didn't actually oh, okay. get to the point where I got hit points. Oh, right. Because he got, he left. <laughs> Your wounds, you got one, you got one hit point. Uh, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. We'll just. I mean, you could also just do it right now. Eight. Not Woo. too bad. And Cal will get 10. <laughs> Very good. Just, um, who was that? That mole that cast that or Margarin? Mole. All right. So are you all resting? I think so. Yeah. 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 All right. As you all lay there in your timeless sanctuary, you fall asleep. Sweet embrace of rest and healing warms you up as Kalendor burns. And that's the episode. The good thing it's not bad. Uh, that place is nice. <laughs> <laughs>